Welcome to the Ninja Nerd Warrior Podcast. This is episode three, and I have a very special guest with me tonight. Uh, I have the lovely Amanda Nicole. Hello. What's going on, Amanda? Oh, you so, know. to fill you guys in, Amanda is a little busy. Just a little bit. <laughs> she is a model, a cosplayer. She is a suicide girl hopeful, correct? Yes. Okay. And she is a member of the famous 501st, mm -hmm. for all you Star Wars nerds out there. Yep. You know one thing you missed when you researched me? What was that? I am a karaoke and a DJ. That it, I did not miss I it. KJ I knew it. Slash DJ. I did not miss it. I didn't know. I knew it. I just didn't know how much that would get into. Oh. But gotcha. you are also a co-host of the Girls Gore and Gin podcast. Yes. On yep. the Wasp Nest Video Network. Mm -hmm. And you are the host of the PYT. Yep. Uh, um, show from Canoodle. From Canoodle yep. Studio. I blanked on it for a second. I was like, I even have it typed in here. Fucking fuck. I'm so, impressed that you did research on me. That's I did flattering. research because I didn't want to look too stupid. Uh, first question, obviously, is how did you get involved in all this? In what part? Yeah, well, start, start with your modeling. <laughs> um, the modeling was, uh, so I grew up very fat. And <laughs> let's just put it out there. And very that insecure. That makes two of us. Right? Very insecure and um, grew up bullied, of course, dropped out of high school at one point. And um, when we were younger, my sister and I would actually do the fashion shows at like Fashion Bug and JCPenney's. Um, a little too chunky uh, for the clothes that they had, but we made it work and I did a couple of the shows. My sister was the one that really was into it. And she actually even did a little bit of modeling at a local organization or agency, I guess. Um, but so when I became a junior in high school, I went back to public school, and that was when I kind of had my little glow up, as you can say, I guess. Right. Um, thinned down a lot, kind of matured more, was able to do my makeup more, knew how to actually do my hair because my natural hair is very frizzy and curly and not cute. And I didn't know how to do it, so it would always just be a big afro going to school. And I wore glasses, which I still wore glasses up until actually I got out of high school. Um, so you started about... 16? Um, probably no. Actually, well, my actual first photo shoot that I have done wasn't until actually uh, May of last year, 2017. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have not actually been doing full-on photo shoots for that long. Um, I would do, like, silly little ones, like, with my friends who, like, wanted to be a photographer, but it was, like, really bad, and it was probably, like, Instagram filters put on it, like, no actual editing, doing anything to it. Um, but I, uh, actually went off of social media completely for a while after, um, a breakup, you know, whatever. And when I We've went back on, yeah, right. Uh, when I went back on, I basically was like, you know what? I'm going to be a model now. Like, that's just what I'm going to be. So I, I did a couple of photo shoots, um, joined a couple of like local groups on Facebook for photographers and models and just went from there. So how long between you starting modeling and then moving to, uh, Suicide Girls? Because um, so you, do, you do have a very Suicide Girl look, the, the very stereotypical <laughs> tattoos, yeah, the piercings. Um, well, Suicide Girls has always been something I've been wanting to do. It was what I looked at when I was in high school, all these women. I've always been into the tattoos and the piercings and the crazy hair colors. Um, so that's something I always have loved and like looked up to all of these girls. So when I started doing the modeling, I was like, it, it started out with like clothes, then just jump straight to not clothed at all. <laughs> And so I was like, okay, I can do this. So I started modeling in May, and then I shot my Suicide Girl set in July. Oh, so there was no yeah. – it was just all yeah. out from the and beginning. And then I submitted it in August, and it didn't obviously publish until this year, actually, because um, there's a queue waiting list for it. 
But yeah, I didn't hold back and wait at all. <laughs> I just kind of jumped right for it. Now, have you done any of the conventions with them, or? No, actually. So they're a little they're a little strict on their um like this weekend for uh, WonderCon. I will actually be going up to go see them all. Um, but their booth duty or whatever, they only put officials, and they do signups like weeks in advance. And so I didn't even know they had booths at any conventions. That's Never actually that. I I heard of Suicide Girls way back when. This was eight years ago, 10 years ago. And I had heard of them, but I didn't, I never fully followed Mm -hmm. them until I saw their booth at a convention. (laughs) Oh, you're like, oh, pretty ladies, hi. Well, not only that is, the first convention I ever went to was the, and it's not even there anymore, it's the Anaheim uh, Wizard World. Okay. And everybody at this booth, or everybody at this convention just kind of seemed like, oh, fuck, I can't, I don't want to be here. (laughs) The Suicide Girls were the only people that actually seemed like they enjoyed being there. Oh, yeah. And they were super cool. They were funny. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we had one guy. I cracked up because they had this – this book, this coffee table book, it's like 300 pages, and it was all just some of the some of the best photography I've ever seen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a white cover. Yes. And it's got the girl with the uh, beauty R two D two. No, this was this was a. Oh, uh, that's the old. Yeah. Oh, this was, like I said, that's this was like, like 10 the, years ago. Okay, yeah. that's like the original book, right? The OG book. I just remember it's called Beauty Redefined. Yeah. Okay. And they, they did a little mini movie too. I see. It. I never saw the movie. Mm. I own two of their movies. I own mm. uh, the Suicide Girls Guide the, to. Oh. Uh, I can't even think of the yeah. full title right now. Uh-huh. And then and, the relaunch. And Suicide Girls Must Die. It was, yes. What it, is that? How? <laughs> th- it was great. I actually, uh, it was. I heard the interview and I was like, I have to own this. Huh. They did a horror movie, except they didn't tell any of the girls involved it was a movie. <laughs> oh shit! So they just threw crazy shit at them and filmed their reactions, and the girls thought like this was really happening. Oh wow! Yeah, and so I'll I'll let you borrow the DVD. Oh I yeah, to, I will I have, have to, to watch it. that. That's really cool. That's crazy. But the funniest part of the uh, of the booth was like they had these books, and I want to say mm-hmm. they had them stacked like twenty high, and they're all shrink wrapped. But the top one was unwrapped, uh-huh. so you could kind of thumb through it. Well, it's a book of nude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. alt, alt models and so you have this one guy who's just flipping through and you can tell he's just the more he flips through the angrier he is oh gosh and then like halfway through again this is like a 300 page book yeah and halfway through he goes well, I don't see why you guys can have this open here in public but the artists have to have post-it notes over over the nude pictures they're drawing oh and the girls were just like they were just kind of looking like what what, what do we do? What are we supposed to say? Like, and I'm kind of a prick. I just if I if I think something, get, I say yeah, it. Yeah, if you get the chance, you're gonna throw it out there. And I just looked at him and said, "Took you 150 pages to realize you were offended." Because <laughs> he seriously went yeah, through half the book. Yeah, he went through a book. lot of it. Yeah, that's crazy. The nudity hits you like on page two. <laughs> on page, yeah, they don't wait very long. <laughs> on one, page 175, he decided just I'm not having this. This is no. I will, you know. And then he just kind of got pissed and walked off. Wow. But they were like that was the coolest booth. Uh, yeah, they're very peppy and outgoing, and I have—I actually have yet to meet any Suicide Girl, so that is going to be my very much excitement this weekend, as I get to just meet all the beautiful ladies that I've been talking to on social media for months now, but never have got the chance to meet them. So I'm pretty excited for that. So what else are you doing at WonderCon? Uh, that's it. I'm not even—I'm co- <laughs> not even cosplaying for once in my life. Really? Uh, yeah, I wasn't going to be going um, because I can't make long distance drives right now by myself because of some medical issues and my mom has a Disneyland pass so she was like if you really want to go like I have one more day on my sip and saver wine tasting thing so like just drop me off at Disneyland and go to your convention and I was like okay so we're gonna be going down for a Sunday and I'm gonna go hang out with um, some of my 501st friends and go meet some of the suicide girls and that's about it 
Okay, so how did you get in the 501st? Um, the real story or like the story I tell everybody? <laughs> the most entertaining story. <laughs> because the real story is actually I uh, dated um, I dated this guy and there were some issues, kids, wife, stuff involved. And uh, flash forward. No judgment because yeah, I've been there. Yeah, flash forward a couple, couple months, whatever. I had seen something posted um, that they were going to be at an event. And I was like, oh, what is this, Star Wars? I fucking love Star Wars. Like, what is this? And so um, it was like a pancake breakfast thing. And I uh, was like, well, I have, um, at the time, we had uh, foster kids. My aunt did. Now they're adopted and they're fully family. But uh, they love Star Wars. So I was like, I'm going to take them to that. And so I took them to that. And then I actually ended up getting involved with the girl that was running it. And um uh, my team, I usually have a team for Relay for Life. We weren't doing it that year. So I asked her if she needed any help. And I spent 24 hours out in the rain and the wind uh, running our little Imperial uh, jail. So that's kind of where I just jumped into it. And so I met a whole bunch of them. I got along with them great. Some of my best friends are in the file first. And I've been around, uh, I got, it was approved officially in August of just the year we had. So. Now, did you just do the uh, Relay for Life the one time, or? Um, yeah, it's only been, we haven't had another Relay since. This was just last year. Oh, so, okay. yeah, uh, I usually do Relay for Life every year with my family. We usually have a team, but for that re year, we didn't have one, so that's why I joined their team, and then we're doing it again this year, so I will be joining them out there again. No, because I, I didn't see the 501st out last year because, well, I wasn't there last year. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, it was really hard to miss us. Well, okay, well, I've done I've done Relay for Life in some form for, like, the last probably five or six years because okay. my family started doing it mm. and then I was dating this girl who um, her mom is a 15 year breast cancer survivor Oh wow! and so it's really important to her and she always had a team out there so mm -hmm. I was always out there but we broke up like I would say three weeks for real oh <laughs> shit okay I'm not going <laughs> yeah this year. so being out there was gonna be a little a yeah. little awkward and uh but no I, I missed the 501st out there obviously last year mm -hmm. but I, I actually have a good friend who's in the 501st uh, Joel Alvarado. I love Joel. Yes. Joel is actually, I met Joel when he was uh, training to be a pro wrestler. And yeah. I did not know this about him. This you is great. Know? Okay. No, this is great. I yeah. love him. He's next, one of my closest friends. Next, Joel's a super sweetheart. I love him. Joel's, Joel's such a cool guy. Uh, no, I met Joel. Yeah, I met Joel when he was training to be a pro wrestler. He came up and um, we used to have a pro wrestling school here in town. And it was run out of Eric Nolan's. Where okay. they do, you know, mixed martial arts and everything. Mm -hmm. And the promoter I still work for, Billy Blade, just went in and he talked them into replacing their kickboxing ring with a pro wrestling ring yeah, and sure. running a pro wrestling class. And we had a bunch of people came in and, and thought that, oh, this is fake, so I can do this. Mm -hmm. We had two guys who actually went from knowing nothing to working matches. Oh, wow. I was one of them. Joel was the other one. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, Joel, next time you see Joel, uh, just walk up and say, hey, Tank, how you doing? Tank? Okay. Because he was he wrestled as Tank Alvarado. That is hysterical. Yeah, I never knew that. He's one of my closest friends from the 501st, and um, we, we've we gone out of town together. We've gone to, like, a, we traveled to go to a 501st event, went to eat vegan food, and we talked for hours, and he never mentioned that. Yeah. So that's was, great. Yeah, he I was a pro that. wrestler for about two years. Wow. And um, I want to say, I don't know if it was his last match. No, he actually went to uh, Missouri. He actually went to Missouri to train wow. with Harley Race. That's so crazy. And I was super fucking jealous because <laughs> like, I, had a, I had a real job. 
<laughs> that would not well i mean we both had real jobs but somehow he got the two weeks off to go do it damn that's crazy and my boss looked at me like fuck you you're not going <laughs> so i'm like joel i fucking hate you you get to hang you get to hang that's and so train crazy. with harley race oh, i'm gonna make fun of him now yeah but <laughs> honestly i didn't know he was part of the 501st until i see him dressed up in stormtrooper armor on his facebook yeah and i'm like yeah he i think he he's been in it for two three years now yeah, it's yeah. it's it's been a while. Like I haven't yeah. talked to him other than Facebook. I haven't talked mm-hmm. to him in forever. And he's still working for Toyota. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He still works there. He does this guy. He he has like three costumes now for the bio first. Yeah. He. I helped him finish one of his actually, and I sewed up some of his stuff for him. So. See, that's the one thing I could not cosplay because I don't have the patience and I don't have the eye for detail. Dude, it's fucking annoying. <laughs> I'm just gonna say right now, it's annoying as fuck to do and. If it wasn't for, like, the fact that the day of the con, I usually have a blast, I probably would never do it because the amount of work it takes to do stuff, the amount of pressure and stress, like, I'll end up crying sometimes trying to fix stuff. Or usually my luck, the day before a con, something fucks up as I am just happen to be testing out whatever I'm going to be wearing. And so then I got to spend the whole next couple hours before con to fix it. I went to a con one time where I still had spray paint drying on, like, a bag. Oh, <laughs> so, Yeah. I've had some rough times. <laughs> I see. I'm I'm not that much of a nerd. I have respect for those nerds because I'm like, <laughs> if you can, I've seen some awesome cosplays. Oh yeah, and People I was crazy. There and I'm the one who I'll, I'll. Hey, can I get a picture with you? Or can I get a picture? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm that nerd, but I'm not the one who actually dresses up. Right. Like I don't have the patience, like I said, and I don't. I just want to go to the convention. I want to have a good time, mm-hmm. meet some cool fucking people. Yeah. And that's it. I don't want to, like... That's going to be me this weekend for once. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm jealous because I told you, like, our WonderCon plans fell through. So when you asked, like, are you going? No. I was kind of hoping you guys were. And I was like, oh, sorry for bringing it up. (laughs) Well, we were up until, like, a week ago. And just, yeah, plans fall through. And you just got to adapt. It happens. It happens. But, yeah, it should be a fun weekend. I have never been to WonderCon before. This Neither have I. That's year. the thing. Neither WonderCon has become my uh, uh, my Eleanor <laughs> from Gone in Six Seconds. That's yeah. my that's my Eleanor, and I it's I that one I've never been to San Diego. I've never been to San Diego either. My I've, first I've con actually was just in uh, July of last year. See, I just started I've, cosplaying too. Like all of this kind of just like I had like a midlife crisis like type of a thing, and I just like revamped and I was like, all right, I'm cosplaying, I'm modeling, I'm fucking doing karaoke. You had a midlife crisis at 21. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> it happens, doesn't it? But I know I've been to, with the exception of I believe it's the first two, no, the first one. I've been to every Stanley's Kamikaze. Oh. I, I've been to every one except the first one. I didn't know Stanley had his own con the first year, yeah. and then a friend of mine, Lauren. Uh, her husband is a comic book artist. Oh. And he did all the artwork for it. Hmm. So, like, all the banners and everything, that was yeah. all him. all, like, the squiggly octopus and all that shit. Right, right. Cool. And so she told me about it, and I went, oh, how the fuck did I not know about this? <laughs> what happened was they got rid of – they brought WonderCon down here because WonderCon used to be a San Francisco thing. Oh, okay. They did uh, L.A. Uh, Wizard World. Well, mm. for some reason, Wizard World got canceled, but they brought WonderCon down – and then to make up for that, they had Wizard World up in San Francisco. Okay. So they switched. Hmm. And then without a Wizard World, Stan Lee just started his own. Nice. Yeah. Um, I went to – it's not called Kamikaze anymore, but no, everybody it's, still it's, calls it's, it. Right, yeah. It's the L.A. Comic-Con. It, yeah. Stan Lee's L.A. Comic-Con. Right, right. Yeah. Got to throw that in there. It's fucking Kamikaze. Uh, yeah, right? I actually went to it for the first time uh, this year. So I got to go to that uh, 
When was that? August? No, that was later in the year. It was like October. No, it's yeah, it's, it's always Halloween weekend. Yeah, it was October. Because that always pisses me off because I had this. I used to have. Well, this you're cosplaying. You're dressing up. Like <laughs> there you go. Well, I had this Halloween tradition for like six years where I would do. Uh, Fright Fest at Magic Mountain okay. on Saturday. That. That's super fun. And then I would do uh, Halloween Horror Nights on I, from Universal Studios. Studios. Okay. Maybe throw in Disneyland on Friday. Oh, so it was so it's Disney- a perfect little trip. It was Disneyland yeah. on Friday, Magic Mountain on Saturday, Universal Studios on Sunday, and that was expensive as shit. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just but they run that Halloween weekend every year, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't miss Kamikaze. I just I can't. Yeah. So then we had to do it. You know, okay, we'll do maybe Universal this weekend, Magic Mountain this weekend. I, I've noticed, I actually, now that you bring that up about Kamikaze, that makes me realize I have the worst luck when it comes to cons. I'm always either, like, super freaking late and I have no time to, like, even do anything when I get there. Or I'm always, like, malfunctioning with my wardrobe. Or I still have paint drying and or I don't even make it. I For Kamikaze, I think I got there uh, Saturday afternoon at, like, 3 in the afternoon. I was supposed to leave town at, like, 6 a.m., to be there early and like even meet people before the con and then my card was stolen the night before at a bar and a bunch of other shit so i ended up not even getting into town until like three in the afternoon and then i was there for like what two hours until they were done for the day went to the hotel that night which was a bunch of drama we went to the hollywood bars did whatever and then i drove like 40 hours or 40 miles sorry um 40 hours god i would die if i had to drive that far <laughs> but uh i've done 10 hours round trip i was oh wrestling up in petaluma which is, I want to say, 20 miles north of San Francisco. Oh, wow. Went up, wrestled three show, three matches that same night, and then came back 10 That's hours crazy. round trip. It was, yeah, and yeah. then had to work the next day. No. So 10 hours is the most I've ever done, like, round trip. That's crazy. No, the most I've ever done is three down, like, to Orange County and then back the same day. Um, but for the Kamikaze, I ended up driving 40, out, 40 miles to a different hotel because my card was stolen, so I couldn't use – I couldn't check into my original hotel and they were a bunch of assholes and didn't want to just like charge the card even though I hadn't canceled the card yet because I thought maybe I had lost it and then I pulled up my account I was like oh shit no my card was stolen and it's being used cool awesome and so um, I ended up having to call my mom at like 10 o'clock at night and she like called the hotel my dad gets reward points at but it was like 40 miles away and I was like well I guess if that's the only place I'm gonna be able to sleep tonight so I drove all out there and I was like okay reset cons tomorrow i'll enjoy the last day and i enjoyed part of the day See, <laughs> not I'm, the full day i always have conflicts like there's always way too much going on at the same time uh, story of my life exactly yeah i mean you've met my lovely co-host Catherine. Yeah. she had uh quite a few photo shoots that weekend oh and so it's like, oh, and they were shooting either in or around the la convention center mm-hmm. so we had to find the photographers she was shooting with oh and uh, signing autographs was um, Katie Sackoff from Battlestar okay. Galactica. Yeah, yeah. I have. I actually bought this like forty-page Battlestar Galactica omnibus. I wanted to get her to autograph it. By the time Kat's uh, photo shoot got done and we got back inside, she was gone. Aww. And I'm just, I'm all sad. <laughs> sacrifices. <laughs> Fucking Starbucks. <laughs> Miss Starbucks. God damn it. You gotta make sacrifices. Well, and then this year for oh next year for Kamikaze. It's on Halloween weekend, mm-hmm. which is the same weekend as uh, Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Cruise in Florida. Mm. Oh. Yeah, and I'm like. You go to Florida. Me and Cal go down to <laughs> Kamikaze. I've been on six cruises, but I've oh, never wow. been on a wrestling cruise. A wrestling cruise. 
wrestling cruise. It That's... is a rock and wrestling cruise. Uh, Chris Jericho's band Fozzie's playing. Okay. And um, there is a oh, uh, Shoot to Thrill, an ACDC cover band playing there i'm like oh yeah that's pretty cool they have a bunch of like roh guys who are actually going to wrestle they're putting on a show on the boat i'm like this this is my heaven this is yeah this that's is actually pretty cool yeah. Like. yeah forget kamikaze i'm sorry and i'm like it probably cost about the same probably yeah so now i'm kind of like okay what the fuck do i do hey you've been in kamikaze before this is very true so. i've been on six cruises too but but a wrestling cruise this is very true yeah see you're talking me into it already yeah you're going. <laughs> you have no choice now. What has been the like the what do you say the biggest hurdle as far as your modeling or you know e- everything you've been involved with? What has been the biggest hurdle that you've had to get over? Uh, with everything I've been involved with, uh, time and money. <laughs> I think that's everybody's problem though. Um, I usually don't have enough time. I usually am like running out of money because I always want to do so much stuff, but. Uh, that would be my probably my biggest bump with the cosplaying and like the file first is money and time. Uh, modeling is a totally different story though because that's pretty much all I that's my time that's all, all I do. Uh, with that, my biggest hurdle has been dick pics and uh, <laughs> hating females. <laughs> okay, you, well, you posted a couple days ago uh, a fan who just did not get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would be your advice to to cosplay fans? Maybe not not just for you, but models in general, cosplayers. What's your biggest advice? What not to do when to talking? To the fans? Yes. Don't send dick pics. <laughs> Unless they're asked for. If they're asked for, then send them. But I'm telling you right now, no girl just wants to open up their messages from you and see a dick. Start with something simple like, hi. <laughs> like, And don't call them a million times in a row. How many times did he call you? Because you, posted I think it was like eight times in a row, and like they were. If you look at the timestamp too, they were all within the same like minute of each right. other. No, I saw that. Because he would call, I would hit deny real quick, and then I would click like the little three button thing on the top to try to block him or to mute him so he couldn't keep calling me. And I couldn't even do that because every time I would hit deny and like click the next button, he'd be calling again. So I was just like, I ended up like tossing my phone. And I was like, fuck it. All right, <laughs> done. He'll get the pay. He'll figure it out eventually. No, uh, he's a dude. We don't know. Yeah. We don't. Uh, yeah, we, apparently not. We're not quick on that. And I too. even sent like I said, stop. <laughs> I was like, pull. I said, Jesus fucking Christ, stop. Like, and I said something like, can you not? And then he sent, then he sent the dick pic, and I was like, can you not do that? Like, and then he, then I was like, look, no, I don't want to just see your dick. Like, don't be sending people your dick pics. And he's like, fuck you. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. Okay, are dick pics ever asked for? No. I, I have a lot of female friends. I've never heard no. anyone asking for a dick no. pic. No. Nobody wants a dick pic. No. It's just, if you want one, then I don't, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. Because dicks are not even that attractive. No, so. no, they're not. No. All right. Well, we're going to we're gonna go ahead and close it with uh, don't send dick pics. Yes. Because those, are, do those not are words to live pics. by. Dick pics. Yes. <laughs> Amanda, thank you so much for doing this for me. Thank you for having uh, where me. Where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on every fucking social media there is, except for this new Vero shit. I'm not on that yet. Uh, but you can find me pretty much anywhere um, under Amanda Nicole SGH. All right. And uh, you can check her out. You can check us out at the Ninja Nerd Warrior podcast on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, we will check you out later. Amanda, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Thanks for giving me time to take care of that. I hope you enjoyed the show today. And if you'd like to follow me, I am the Ninja Nerd Warrior. You can find me on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. 
And you can also find this podcast anywhere you get your favorite podcasts from, whether it be Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find me anywhere. If you would like to come out and check out the stand-up comedy scene, if you are in the Tulare, California area, you can come out to Barmageddon Sunday night, 9.30. That is hosted by Phil G. Uh, if you're in the Bakersfield, California area, Sunday, 6.30, Room 82, hosted by Jessica De La Garza. That is 7 o'clock. Monday, we have the Great Change Brewery, hosted by Kurt Sieblum, also 7 o'clock. Tuesday, we got back-to-back shows at Club Quip, hosted by Eddie Molina at 7 o'clock. We have uh, Jerry's Pizza at 8.30, hosted by Curtis Taylor III. Wednesday night, we have uh, Tambler Brewing Company, uh, hosted by Chris Flail. That is 7 o'clock. And Thursday, we are back at Club Quip, 7 o'clock, hosted by Austin Beauvais. So, um, yeah, come out and check out some of the Bakersfield's greatest comics. Uh, it's, a, it's a fucking blast, folks. So come on out and check us out. And with that, I am going to go ahead and say goodnight, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.